0: Inside, quickly, all of you. They're getting closer. Close the door, child. Sisters, now listen to me, all of you. We shall be safe here. These marauders must surely respect this place and our cloth. We ought to escape. There's still time. I have given my decision. I want to get my brother away from here. You're under my protection. I can't allow the risk. Risk? The risk for me is here. I have no habit to sanctify my body. I can't let you go alone. Hilaria! Come here. Quickly! The three of you will still be able to slip away. Go with God. We can all go. There's still time. No. Our place is here. Go.
1: You have no business here. This is a house of peace.
2: The Virgin in the Ice by Ellis Peters dramatized by bert cools with sir michael horden as the narrator, philip maddock as brother cadville, and douglas hodge as hugh berenger. episode 1: casualties of war.
3: it was early in november of the year 1139 that the tide of civil war rose suddenly to sweep over the city of worcester. king stephen held however slackly most of England while his rival the Empress Maud held the west and their armies tore at each other and tore the land between them Worcester now lay desolate and gutted at the hands of Stephen's enemies and those of its people who could had fled for their lives they burrowed into hiding wherever there was manor or priory town or castle true to the king and strong enough to afford them shelter.
4: They're still arriving, more each day. How are you coping? The hospice is full. Some of the sick are sleeping on the floor. Any serious cases? Four burials so far. But all past they are three, score and ten. Most of them need no more than good food and sound sleep. God be praised. Amen to that.
3: A stranger to the Abbey of St. Peter and St. Paul in Shrewsbury might have thought them an ill-matched pair the elderly, black-gowned Benedictine monk, and the young deputy sheriff. But the friendship of Brother Cadville and Hugh Bellinger was founded on grounds deeper and firmer than mere age and station.
4: What's the news from Worcester?
5: The king's on his way there with an army. Mm. I dare say most of your guests will be back home before the Christmas feast.
4: Well, they need new stocks of food. Their reserves will be taken by the enemy. What they can't carry, they'll be foul.
3: You think so? I know it. Brother Cadvail had been both soldier and sailor in his young days and seen service afar, but was content now with his lot. Cadvail found nothing strange in his wide-ranging career, had forgotten nothing and regretted nothing. Thank you. Now I must
4: be about my business. Ah, you'll be busy just now. The sheriff's spending the nativity off in the north, I hear.
5: <laughs> is there anything you don't hear? <laughs> yes, the rule of law is in my
4: hands. Mm. Wait, you... Um uh, This is for Aileen. It's a herbal wine, an old Syrian recipe with a few additions of my own. Warming and nourishing both for her and the child. Any more of your bruise inside him and my son will be born full grown. No, you've decided it's a son, have you? So my lady informs me. Thank you, my friend. A new life to counter so much death. Spring in midwinter. What could be more welcome?
6: Brothers, uh, brothers.
7: Our brother, sub-prior, Herbert of Worcester, has come to us with an errand. Herbert. Thank you, Father Abbott. I am sent to make inquiry after two noble children, a boy and his sister, who were in Benedictine care in our town and fled from it when the attack fell upon us. We have traced their steps as far as the borders of this county, and there we lost them. Uh, Are we to understand, Father, these children left the city alone. We feel ourselves greatly to blame in having failed in our charge, but no, they were not alone. One of our sister nuns, tutor to the girl, was with them. She, too, is now missing. It may be that these three found their way to us, Brother Dennis. It is your task to know every soul who passes our gates.
5: I grieve to say, but they surely never arrived here. There has been much
4: confusion.
5: Could they have been among the sick or wounded? Cadvile?
4: No, father. Two children and a nun could not have passed
7: notice. The girl in particular is most striking. Raven black of hair, tall and proud. Did any of your patients speak of seeing such a person?
4: Not in my hearing.
7: Did any present hear such words spoken? Uh, Perhaps if we had a more detailed description. Yes. The girl is Lady Amina Hugonin, almost 18 years of age. Her brother is called Ives, he is 14. They are orphaned of both parents, and their uncle is their guardian, a knight by the name of Laurence D'Angers. He has long been overseas in the Holy Land, entrusting the children to us and now has returned to be met with this news. Your pardon, father, but if this uncle is now back in England, why isn't he pursuing this inquiry in person? Mm. If he's the head of a noble family and a crusader besides, the authorities would help him all they can. No, brother, they would not. He has declared his allegiance to the Empress, and is therefore the sworn enemy of His Majesty the King and all who are loyal to the throne. He cannot set foot in Shropshire on pain of death. Is it certain that they were heading for Shrewsbury? It is, Father Abbot. I felt sure that Sister Hilaria would bring them here. Well, perhaps they know of some kinsman or tenant or old servant in the town. They may well be safe. Pray God that they are. Hmm. Our next move must be to consult the sheriff, or rather his deputy. But, but they are the king's men, both. Why should they assist an enemy? Hugh Berenger is known for a fair and worthy man.
5: He will help you all he can no it can't be done
7: master Beringer all I ask is that this man be given leave to enter the king's lands unarmed and search for his niece and nephew without hindrance
5: no I can issue no safe conduct
7: my lord sir Lawrence d'Andre is a man with many enemies Some of them would not scruple to attack him by harming these children. If they are recognized. The girl is is particularly vulnerable, (laughs) and the boy is a mere child. Are they to be left unsought? Did I say so?
5: Of course they must be sought, but by my own men, and if found they shall be delivered safe to their uncle's care. I shall send orders to all my Castellans and officers. These names and descriptions seem quite clear. Is there anything else that could usefully be added, anything that might
7: help identify them? The girl. Yes, Father? She is reported quick of mind and wit and of strong will. I'll mention it. And beyond that... Yes? She would be reckoned very beautiful...
4: Oh, he said so, did he? Well, even sub-priors of eyes. Willful, daring,
5: and handsome.
4: <laughs> it adds to her danger. Well, for all we know, they may be snug and safe somewhere close by. They'll be found in no time and given over to this guardian of theirs.
5: A man bears a good name for all he's against the king. I suppose he'll be too recent in the service
4: to be known to you. Oh, it's another generation, lad. It's 26 years since I left the Holy Land. Everything will be changed there now. Which port did he sail from? Um, Tripoli, going to Harewood. It was St. Simeon I favoured myself. They were good craftsmen in the shipyards there. Yes, and Antioch, just a
5: few miles upriver, where a certain dark-skinned young widow worked in the market. Uh,
4: In the street to the sailmakers. I was 18 when I arrived there. 18. And 33 when you left. Mm -hmm. And
5: the beautiful Mariam graced both your arrival and your departure,
4: as I recall the tale. She did.
5: And
8: I don't
4: repent of it. Love shared is no sin. And this is no place for such reminiscing. Don't you have a city to run and order to keep? Not tonight. My sergeant's in charge, and I'm going home,
5: to my own bed for once, even if I am banished from my wife's by my own heir, (laughs) and the brat not even born yet. Hmm. But what would you know about such tribulations? What indeed?
4: Uh, Do you have my sympathy? I shall say a prayer for you. Good night, Cadville. No staring about you.
3: As the deputy sheriff walked away into the failing darkness, Cadvaleile felt on his face the first flakes of the first snow of the winter. The air was full of a drifting unease, but the fall was light and fitful here. Further south, it set in heavily, shrouding outlines and burying paths. Valleys became treacherous. Hillsides were scoured clean. Wise men stayed within their houses and barred both shutter and door.
6: Open up! Open up in the name of heaven! They can't hear us! I'll break the door down if need be! Open up! Oh,
5: thank the Lord! Who's abroad in this hour? What do you want? Let us in, for God's sake. This man needs help. God in heaven. Inside. Quickly. Inside.
4: Ah, Cadville. Father
5: Abbott. Thank you for coming so promptly. Your duties permitted it.
4: Well, the hospice is practically bare, thank God. Most of the refugees are away home again, I'm pleased to hear you say so. This is Master Terence Smithson. Good day, brother. God be with you, friend. Master Smithson is travelling north. He brings word from Bromfield Priory. Bromfield? Aye. How is Prior Leonard? In good health, God be praised. He sends you his greeting. Oh. And also a message, Master Smithson. My
5: In the night just past, brother, some decent fellows brought in a wounded man to Bromfield. They'd found him by the wayside, stripped and hacked and left for dead. Oh. And half dead he is, in his case, very bad
4: footpads praying on the roads who need to let loose. Aye,
5: and the poor man a monk himself. What are things come to there in the south? Prior Leonard asked would I bring word here to you. This calls for skills of healing beyond any man there. Take a good horse from the stables.
7: You have leave for as long as may be necessary.
6: Catmire! Leonard! Yep.
5: Ah, Thank God you could come. I have provision made for you and a meal waiting. First, let me see him. He has been cruelly treated. Stabbed to the
7: heart and
5: beaten, too. Let me look at him. Mm -hmm. Can you help him, Cadvar?
4: In health, this must be a fine man. Well made and not old. That may prove his salvation.
7: He's deadly cold, though. We can't seem to warm him, whatever we do.
4: You covered him well, but it's not enough. Lay stones over the hob in your kitchen. Get them hot, and then wrap them in flannel. We'll pack him round with warmth and change them as they cool. I'll see to it. I don't think there are any bones snapped. Have you been able to get any food or drink into him at all?
5: We've tried, but he can't swallow. Mm.
4: His mouth is broken. Fists or cudgels from the bruising. And three or four men did this. Two held his arms, and the others laid into him. His head was matted
5: with blood. We were terrified that his skull was broken.
4: Oh, well, I don't think so, no. His wits will have been shaken up into confusion, but his skull is whole. There's no break.
5: Praise be to God.
4: Oh, this is welcome fare!
5: Never was food more richly deserved.
4: Here. Thank you. This man, um,
5: is he of this house? Didn't I tell you? Well, I had to send the message in great haste. No, he's a brother from Persia Abbey. He came here on an errand, delivering a relic, the finger bone of a saint. You've grown somewhat careless with your guests, Leonard. He was well provided for his journey back when he left us. When was that? First light the day before yesterday. He was found that same
7: night, the night of the first snows. A tenant of ours was out after a stray sheep and found the poor soul about two of the clock. He carried him here. It wasn't far, thank the Lord.
4: Eighteen hours gone, but he was no more than a short walk away. What do you know
5: of him? His name is Elias, not long in a cloister, I think, though he wasn't anxious to speak about himself.
4: Did he seem concerned or troubled about anything when he left?
5: Troubled? Well, now you call it to mind. Yes, he did. I had forgotten.
7: God go with you, Brother Elias. My thanks for your task
5: well
3: done. Brother, is something wrong? There's snow in those clouds. Your pardon, Father. I was thinking of some travellers I met on my path here. From Worcester, I think they said. Were they heading for us? We've had no other visitors. I thought then that the weather was worsening. I urged them to come here, but they'd have none of it. They were pushing on, come what may. Not a long journey, I hope. Long enough. They were bound for Shrewsbury. And over the hills, too, by way of Foxwood and Cleeton. Not by the road? No. I should have brought them here with me. But the girl was resolute, and she called the tune.
4: Leonard, their leader was a girl, a resolute, headstrong girl.
5: I believe those were his
4: words. Well, did he mention a boy and a nun with them? How many were in this party? He told me no more than I've said. My friend, have you had no proclamation from the deputy sheriff? Two young things lost from Worcester in the company of a nun.
5: I don't recall such a message. I have had much to concern me of, lady. If it
4: were them... When he left here, could he have gone back to seek them? Catfire? He could have found them. He could have found them and been bringing them back here. And if he was, then when he was attacked, he was in their company. Off you go, lad. I'll stay with him.
7: He's warm now, I think, but his breathing still racks him, and he hasn't moved at all.
4: That's to be expected. This is not normal sleep. This is something far deeper. But isn't
7: there anything more we can do?
4: Yes, there is. We can trust to his own strength and to God's. What we have started, he will finish. Now go. We'll speak again in the morning. Thank you, brother. Good night. Good night. Now, friend Elias... What secrets
3: are you holding in that battered head of yours, Brother Cadville Was long accustomed to sleeping with one eye open, and both ears. On his low stool beside the bed, arms folded, head lowered, he drowsed. My Do you Madness,
8: madness, such.
4: Easy, easy now. My come on,
8: my come on. My
3: The boy would have
4: come with me. The boy. So I was right. May God protect them.
5: He has spoken.
7: What did he say?
4: Enough to convince me that it was the missing pair and their nun he met and feared for. I'll not quit him while he needs me, but we must get word to Hugh Bellinger in Shrewsbury. I'll see to it. You go and get some rest. I can rest at the bedside. Padvile,
5: you need proper sleep and refreshment, too. Brother Matthew will fetch you if anything
7: else befalls. He's only been awake a couple of minutes. I sent for Father Pryor to stay with him, and I came straight away for you.
4: Good lad. Has he spoken
7: again? Not really. He's very weak. I don't think he knows where he is.
4: Brother Elias, can you hear me?
7: Who are you,
5: brother? What what place is this? Do you know me, Elias?
1: Father Pryor,
5: you are safe in Bromfield.
1: Bromfield.
5: I had an errand. The relic. It's safe. You brought it faithfully.
3: This pain. What happened to me?
5: How am I come to this? Well,
4: perhaps some other event from your journey home will help you remember. Um, did you meet the young pair again? The girl and the boy.
3: What girl and boy were these?
4: You spoke with them on your way to us.
3: On my path here?
4: Mm, and a nun. Do you remember the nun who travelled with them?
1: A nun? Uh, no.
3: I can't remember. I... I can't remember at all. Have I failed in some charge? Father Pryor. Brother,
4: rest now.
1: How can I rest?
4: You must. Your part was well done. You need not fear. Rest in that
3: knowledge. They tended his needs, anointed his wounds, prayed with him and for him. But still Brother Elias's memories fled him and would not be snared. His body rallied and healed, but his mind wandered and shunned remembrance. As soon as Cadvail could safely leave his patient in the hands of others, he mounted his horse and journeyed northeast to the settlement of Godstow.
7: I'm sorry, brother. We would have sent word to Shrewsbury straightway. You knew they were sought for, Master Stewart. Lord Beringer's proclamation. Besides, you're not the first to come asking.
5: A young woman and a boy, gentry, traveling with a nun. Have you seen them? Did you know this
7: one? I didn't know him, and I didn't want to know him. He was all muffled up against the weather, but what I saw of his face... And he had a voice like the very devil. If I'd had them under my own roof, I'd not have breathed a word of it to him.
4: But you've not seen them at all? No, brother. It's known they meant to cross the hills to Shrewsbury by way of Foxwood and Cleeton. This village should have been next. So I would say...
3: But they never reached here. Any attempt to work further backwards along the traveller's path... ...and have to wait for another day... ...this one was already too far spent. Cadville, mindful both of the weather and of the dangers abandoned the slow, winding roads and made his way back towards Bromfield directly across country as the sunlight dimmed. After a mile, he was in Clee Forest. Lonely country, this, and wild. And he was surprised to encounter a clearing carved out amidst the trees. A narrow garden and a small field about a low cottage. As he approached, a sturdy husbandman turned from tending his few goats and spread his solid bulk across the gateway of his home like a portcullis.
4: God bless the holding and the holder.
9: God be with ye, brother. Whither bound.
4: To Bromfield, friend. Am I going right? Aye.
5: Keep on as you are. In a half mile you come to a brook. Cross it and bear left. When the path forks bear right.
4: My thanks. Now, help me with another matter, if you can. Uh, I'm seeking some people, a young girl and a younger boy, in the company of a nun of my order.
9: Not come my way. Why should they? I'm on the path to nowhere.
4: Well, if they should appear, give them the word that they are sought. Who wants to find them? All the Shire and the abbeys of Worcester and Shrewsbury. They shall have safe escort wherever they would go. Tell them, if you meet with them. I will so say, if ever I do. God be with you.
3: When Cadvile reached the shelter of the trees and turned to look back, the man had vanished. He rode on, but at a slow, ambling walk, and once well out of sight, halted and sat quietly, waiting.
4: You can come into the open. I am no threat to you or any. He told you true.
8: His name is Thurston. He and his wife have been good to me. He said I could trust you. He told me you've been looking for us.
4: Oh, he said truly. For you, I think, must be Ives Hugonin.
8: Yes, I am. May I come with you to Bromfield?
4: You may. And be sure of a warm welcome. Where are your sister and her governess?
8: I I don't know. Oh. But I think that Sister Hilaria is safe at a village called Clayton.
4: She allowed you to go on without her?
8: No, of course not. This is all my sister's fault. You,
4: calm down now and tell me clearly.
8: We were at Clayton, all three of us. My sister went off in the middle of the night. I tried to follow her or to bring her back. But then the snow came and I... I got lost in the forest.
4: Come up here with me. Give me your hand, lad.
8: Uh, Oh,
9: good.
4: Now, let's get you home before night falls.
3: The first floating flakes of new snow drifted languidly on the air as they came to the brook and crossed it on solid ice. Cadvail was leading the horse, watching his foothold as he crossed. And thus his eye caught, for a moment only, the ghostly pallor beneath the frozen surface. He was slow to recognize, slower to believe what he had seen.
4: I must you been a note. Ives, uh, wait here a moment. Um, no better. Move the horse a few paces further on As so the ground's more secure Here, take the rein
8: What's the matter? Oh, just something
4: I noticed back there I'll not be a moment
3: It was not a lamb As he had briefly imagined it might be It was longer, more shapely, slender and white. A pale, pearly oval stared up at him with open eyes. Stripped and violated and slaughtered, Ermina Hugonin was at once both found and lost.
2: Episode 2 danger from all sides.
3: It is the year of grace 1139, and England is racked with civil war. While the opposing armies tear the realm between them, bands of outlaws, masterless men loyal only to themselves, roam and raid and destroy and kill. Fleeing from Worcester when the city was attacked, Lady Ermina Hugonin, her younger brother Ives, and their guardian, Sister Hilaria, were feared lost in the first harsh snows of the winter. But Brother Cadville has found Ives Hugonin alive and well. He has also, to his grief, found the boy's sister.
8: Easy there. Brother, what did you see?
4: Oh, nothing to fetch you.
8: Is there something wrong?
4: I thought I saw a sheep caught in the ice, but I was mistaken. Uh, Give me the reins. Shift forward a little. Thank you.
8: Mm.
4: Right, you must hurry. It's not safe to be abroad after dark.
5: Cadvail. I was beginning to wonder if you'd disappeared, too. Hugh, praise me.
4: You've got my message, then. And
5: came full haste. Is it certain they've been seen? Is there any more news?
4: Just a moment, Hugh. Lad, make your bow to Hugh Berenger, the deputy sheriff of the Shire.
8: I've sued at your service and your family's.
5: I've sued
4: Gurnian? <laughs> what miracle is this? Oh, no miracle.
8: In the name of heaven, where have you been, lad?
4: And your sister, is she with you? Uh, Not now, Hugh. The boy's exhausted. Questions can wait. I'm all right. Uh, You need rest and food. Your mind will be sharper and your answers the more useful. The brother outside will show you where to go.
8: You will speak to me later?
4: Depend on it.
8: Then I'll go. Gentlemen.
5: He conducts himself well. Oh, thank God you're here. I hardly expected to find them waiting for me. Hmm. Only the boy. I thought something was amiss. But, Cadfire, listen, whatever's wrong here, you can be easy about affairs in Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. The very day you left us, our son was born. Oh. A fine, lusty lad, <laughs> yellow-haired like his mother, and both of them flourishing.
4: Ah, Hugh, dear. the best of news. I'm happy for you both.
5: And what was it you said? Spring? In midwinter?
4: Well, it's more than that, my friend. It's a life emerging in defiance of a death. What do you mean? The girl. Amina, you in. Dead. And cold.
3: Cold as ice. Cadvile told him all. The finding of the boy in the lonely homestead in the forest, the journey back, the slim white body encased in the glassy coffin of the frozen brook. It was a relief to heave the burden from his heart.
4: The boy doesn't know? Not yet. Uh, time enough when we've brought her in. Can you find the place again? Or oh, by daylight. No use trying till then.
5: We'll have to take axes.
4: Yes, there's no chance for Thor. It will be a fearful thing. Well, we'll face it when we come to it. Tonight we best concentrate on the boy.
8: She's very brave, my sister. But very obstinate, too. She must have her own way.
4: When you left Worcester, you were heading for Shrewsbury?
8: Yes, but it was very difficult at first. There were bands of soldiers all over the place. But we managed to get as far as Clebury before dark.
0: We'll stay here one night, then go on to Foxwood. From there, we'll go to Clayton. Clayton? But that's not on the road. We'll be safer if we go to Shrewsbury over the hills. Clayton will be our first stop on the way. Of course, we won't be safe. You're mad. That's enough. I know what I'm doing. I'm begging your
3: pardon, my lady, but the boy is right. You should stay on the road. And
8: who are you to question my decision? He was a monk traveling here. He said,
4: Brother Elias.
8: That's right. He told my sister that the weather was getting worse and going over the hills would be folly.
5: So she didn't take his advice? No. Was your guardian still with you?
8: Of course. She wouldn't have left us.
5: But it was Amina who was in charge.
8: Sister Hilaria was very scared. She never questioned anything. I think... I think she was glad Amina was so strong. But
5: you
3: weren't.
8: I'm much more sensible than she is. I should have been given the orders.
3: Please, my lady... I beg you to reconsider.
0: How many times, Amina?
1: I'm sorry for her rudeness. Can't brother. you persuade her,
3: or the sister?
8: You've heard what she's like. Very well. May God watch over you. And you. Oh well. Now perhaps
0: we can get on. Come along, you two.
8: Brother Elias wanted us to come here with him, then get an escort to Shrewsbury. It was a good plan, but she wouldn't have any of it. Ives, do you know why your sister was so determined to go that particular way? I didn't, but I soon found out. When we got to Cleeton, we stayed on a farm with a man called John Drewell. He's got a son about my age. Soon after we arrived, he went off somewhere. Amina was talking to him just before.
4: She sent him on some errand. Amina! Amina!
8: In the middle of the night, a man came to the house in secret.
10: Amina!
0: Quiet,
8: for God's sake, I'm coming. She went to him? Oh, yes.
5: This was no abduction. She went willingly.
8: Willingly? She went gaily. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? I rushed out to try and stop them, but they'd gone off to the east. So I followed their tracks in the snow.
4: That was a foolish deed.
8: Sir, my father is dead. I am the head of the family.
4: And you bear it with honor, but with them on horseback and you on foot.
8: And in the dark and the snow, you're right. I couldn't possibly catch them. I got lost in the forest.
4: And there I found him here. Well, thank
5: God you did. We wouldn't even have this much of the
8: tale. Ives, this man, do you know who he is? I've seen him before when my father was alive. Amina had lots of admirers, and he was one of them.
4: Hugh, if he genuinely cares for the girl, he'd not put her at too great a risk. You mean he wouldn't have taken her off on a long ride somewhere? Or in bitter weather, and with robbers abroad. No, surely not. And if he was once a welcome guest, he'd be a lord of a manor, at the very least.
8: Oh, yes. She wouldn't look at him if he weren't. Describe him, lad. Oh, I suppose he must be about 25. Fair-haired, very handsome,
3: and tall. Taller than you, sir
4: and holder of a local manor. We can find him.
3: Before releasing Ives to his bed, Cadvile took him across the snow-covered Priory Courtyard to the small sick room. For all his bearing and his pride, the boy had suffered much. And as they walked together under the stars, with no other witness by, he slipped his hand thankfully into Brother Cadvile's comfortable clasp. And clung tightly.
8: Brother Elias? Yes. But what's happened to him?
4: He arrived here safely. But on his way back home, he was attacked by
8: footpads. Oh, who is there?
4: Elias. Here is Ives come to see you. You remember
8: Ives? Hello, brother. I'm sorry you've come to this harm.
4: You remember? The boy you met at Clebury. No.
3: No, I don't remember anything.
4: What? Don't fret. Give it time. First your body will grow stronger. And then your mind.
9: And never fear. It will come.
3: It seemed almost a violation to shatter the smoothness of the ice that encased the slim young corpse. They did it with care, well aside from the delicate imprisoned flesh, then hoisted out the cold coffin, carried it slowly back to Bromfield through the chill morning air and stowed it privately in the small bare mortuary chapel. Only now did the glittering edges begin to soften and slide and drip into the channel where the water flowed away from the washing of the dead. The girl lay remote and pale within her lucid shroud and yet grew steadily more human and closer to life, to pain and pity and violence and all the mortal lot of mankind. Good God, glad
5: She looks younger than the boy. The ice distorts the truth. It doesn't hide the blood at her breast. Uh All the torn shift.
4: What do you suppose, raped and then stabbed? Well, we know more when the ice is gone. When the air touches her, the bruises will darken. They'll tell us much. How long, do you think? By noon. She'll be free. Come back then. Bring Prior Leonard with you, if you will.
5: Very well. You're staying
4: here? Yes. Ayus will be up and about by now. I don't want him blundering in here and finding out.
5: Right. Until noon, then. manner of man could do such a
9: thing an animal
4: animals attack from need not lust look at the shift Hugh. there over the breast
9: where the blood is it's still intact
4: yes now check her skin beneath
5: there's no wound no not so much as a scratch
4: this blood isn't hers she fought him whoever he was or them more like
5: Dear
4: God, and fiercely, too.
5: Mm. Well, that goes well with her nature, by all accounts. But
7: if she wasn't stabbed, how was she killed?
4: Look at the marks around her lips. She was smothered.
7: What manner of man? When may I have her washed and made fitting? Very soon, Leonard.
4: First, there's something else. Now we can see her clearly.
8: Oh, there you are, brother.
5: You should not be here, child.
8: I was looking for Brother Cadwyle.
5: Stay where you are, lad. Uh, Come no closer. Brother
7: Cadwyle will come out to you in a little while. Wait outside.
4: No, no. Let him come.
7: Cadwyle.
4: Ives, you are a sensible man. No need to pretend to you that violence and danger and cruelty do not exist and people do not die. We have here a dead body, not known to us. Cadwyle. Look at it, if you will, and say if you know this face. Hugh
5: very well.
8: But how is this possible? I don't understand.
4: That's enough, Cadwell. Come away with me, lad. Wait, Leonard. What don't you understand, Ives?
8: I left her safely in Cleeton, miles away. How can she be here? How can she be dead? Who would want to harm her? This is Sister Hilaria.
5: Never pictured
4: her as that young. Well, the description we were given was little help. Just a Benedictine sister.
5: Well, what more was needed? How many similar parties were on the road? You knew, of course.
4: Well, not at first, and then it was no more than a suspicion. But once she was free of the ice, uh, I was certain. How? No, oh, the hair. What young woman of the world would crop her hair that close? And once it dried, it was the wrong colour. Besides, the lady Amina is Raven Black, according to report. And still to be found? Uh, Take heart, Hugh. With luck, we can pick up a trail. The lad could do with something to turn his thoughts from the murder. He can show us the way to that farmhouse. No! Easy, lad.
8: But there's nothing left. Nothing. Master Drew!
9: John! Stop him, Hugh. Stop. Keep away from the house. I'm stumped
1: You're out, Hugh!
9: He's
5: all right. I've got him.
4: Oh. For the love of heaven, boy, learn to use your eyes before anything else. You should have seen that it was ready to collapse. Are you hurt? No. Good. Now, follow us. And touch nothing. This is not
8: one man's work.
4: Oh, outlaws, Robbing for food and burning for sport.
8: The same
5: band who set on Elias and Ilaria?
8: They've killed them. John and his wife. And Peter, they've killed them all. Shh.
4: Never jump to meet the worst until you've no other course. If they've killed them, where are the bodies? We've seen none.
5: There are none to see. Either they had warning enough to run for it, or they've been dragged off with the
4: raiders. Like if they're masterless men living wild, they wouldn't bother with captives. A rich hostage, maybe, but never a simple farmer with his family.
5: So you think they've got away? Druel would have tried to get his family to the village. Let's see if he succeeded.
7: Stop where you are! We're armed, all of us. Get off your horses, and walk forward slowly.
5: Your names, your business here.
4: I am called Cadville of Shrewsbury Abbey. And this is Ives Hugonin, ward of Sir lawrence Donge, Crusader.
5: And your other companion? My name is Hugh Barringer of Maysbury. By the grace of his majesty, the King Deputy Sheriff of this county. My lord, forgive this greeting. These are uneasy
4: times. What's your errand here, gentlemen? We're looking for John Drewell and his family. And pray God that they reach here in safety. Follow me.
1: Your prayers have been heard. So you've been up there where our home was? Yes, friend. We've seen it.
0: It's hard to live solitary in the hills at best any like this, we never thought to see.
5: I swear to you, I'll do everything I can to track these men down. You don't know these parts, my lord.
1: The hills are full of hollows and hidden valleys. You could ride a horse length from the entrance to their camp and never know it.
4: Well, perhaps you can help swing the scales in our favour. Give us an account of the attack.
5: When was it,
1: first? It was five days ago. Two days after the lady and the boy disappeared in the night. And worried sick we were at that, I tell you. What
8: were you thinking of, lad? John! I'm sorry for it. It was a shameful way to repay your kindness, but I had good reason.
4: Let it by now, friend. Tell us about the raid.
1: Well, as I say, it it was the night of the first hard frost. Very late, towards dawn. We were woken by the dogs, and then we saw torches. They came down the slope of the hill. Down the slope. From the west. Aye, my lord. How many men? It's hard to say. At least a dozen, maybe two. Too many to fight. All we could do was run. When we got to the top of the ridge, we looked back and saw the flames. The
0: barn, arrows, everything destroyed save our lives, thanks be to God.
4: Well, I'm to that. One last question. What became of Sister Hilaria, the nun who was
1: travelling with the other two?
0: Why, she were well out of it. She were gone. Gone? The afternoon before, my lord. And with a safe escort, too.
1: A Benedictine brother came for her to take her to the priory. She knew him, so it seemed. I never saw a woman so thankful to have a friend take her in care. I don't doubt she came safe to Bromfield.
8: Why didn't you tell them?
4: They have burdens enough of their own No need to give them more
8: Yes, but they should be told
4: No lad, no, let them think her safe Besides, safe she is now, that's no lie
5: My lord, my lord Beringer, What is it? It's about the missing lady, sir John Drool just told me you were asking after her Have you seen her? No, my lord, but I've news that I think you ought to hear Go on, friend Well, sir, it was on a day after the Drool farm was burnt out and I was the first on watch I didn't see no outlaws thank the Lord but I did see someone travelers a woman and a boy in the company of a nun have they been here well he was a shepherd or some such by his clothes but he didn't sound like no shepherd I ever heard That voice turned me cold, I swear it. What did he look like? Ah, he was built like your lordship, light and long. I didn't see his face, he kept his hood low. I did once see his eyes, black, with a yellow glint, like a hawk.
4: When he left here, which way did he go?
5: East, my lord, there is one more thing I can tell you. Yes. Like I said, he was dressed like a farmer, like one of us. But as he rode off... I saw something glinting under his cloak. He was wearing a
1: sword.
4: Uh, Hush, no. uh, sh- 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 sh. All's well. Come in, Hugh. You. you won't disturb him. I've been hearing the reports from
5: my men. Our friend Drewill isn't the only one who's fallen victim. Another attack. We have the devil amongst us, Cadwell. A holding not two miles from Ludlow, completely sacked, like druel's Except that the family didn't escape. Butchered everyone. Save for a poor idiot wretch they let live for amusement.
4: To think they would dare uh, so near a strong town. And trying out their claws. A deliberate insult to King Stephen. And to me. The survivor... Is he a reliable
5: witness? Yes, I think so, for all his slow wits. His account made good sense once I pieced it together. He says they came around midnight, about twenty men armed with daggers, axes and swords. Three of them were on horseback. Does he know when it happened? He used exactly the same words as Druel, the knight of the first hard frost. Oh, the same man, then.
4: This slaughter at midnight, then just before dawn, the attack outside Teton and in between. They happened on brother Elias and sister Hilaria, and let loose on a little spot. Oh no, no! Easy, easy, friend.
5: Cavern, think about the path they must have taken that night, moving east all the time. And after the raid on the Druel holding, it would have been almost first light. They'd not risk being abroad for much longer, so their camp, they had their headquarters, must lie close to the Druel farm.
4: And probably eastwards of it. Ah. Exactly the area where this mysterious lover took the lady Irvina. And where this shepherd, who's no shepherds, headed. Could he be one of the band? Oh, I don't think so. I've come across a word of him before in Codstoke, in the same disguise, and asking the same questions. Then he's been searching for them for
5: reasons of his own, or more likely for the reasons of whoever's employing him. As long as the girl's at large, she's a massive gap in her guardian's defences.
4: This Sir Lawrence D'Angers... He's a man with the enemies. More than ever since declaring
5: himself for the Empress. As soon as it's light, I'll send out more patrols. We must find her, Katweil. She's in danger from all sides.
4: I'm sorry I wasn't awake. I wanted to come out with you this morning.
5: Well, Leonard insisted I let you sleep. Besides, you'd have seen nothing you haven't seen before. What do you mean? There's a manor called Calolese, around the flank of the hill from Joel's place. Or rather, there was such a manor. It's been wiped out, filleted like a fish. Oh, dear God,
4: is there to be no end to it?
5: It's a wasteland, nothing left alive. How many were killed? I left my men digging out the bodies.
4: No telling how many they'll find. <laughs> Who's the
5: lord of this manor? One Everard Botterell. By all accounts, a young man, tall, fair-haired, and well-favoured.
4: That's Ives' description, almost word for word. Mm. And this callumlies is close by the Jewel farm. It all fits. When was the raid? Could you tell? Before the frosts set in. But not long before, perhaps uh, two days. That's exactly when the girl went off with her lover. Their body's been found.
5: Cadvar, you should follow your own good advice. Don't go leaping to meet the worst. Botterell holds two manners... Two members. Look here. His other holding is Ledditch. There, you see? Hmm. Down the valley from Canalese.
4: And with a path between them. Through the forest, where they could have escaped. Did you follow it?
5: Not far. I wanted to get back here and send off word for more men. But I had good fortune, better than I deserve, maybe.
4: Look at this. It's a headband. It's exquisite. Fit for a noble lady.
8: That's her's. That's Amina's.
4: Oh, thank God. Our first positive sign. Was she wearing it on the journey?
8: Not when I was with her. It was much too fine. But for him she'd wear it. The ribbon's broken. As if it's been pulled off. Where did you find it?
4: There, you see? it was caught on that branch but it must have been torn from her brow as the horse pushed through the bushes to take
5: the quickest way down the slope so I read the signs
4: look at these tracks one horse and heavily loaded carrying two if i may judge with God's good grace we'll find both the lady and her lord at the end of this path
1: My lord Bottrell is not yet in full health. He's been in a sharp fever. We
5: shan't tax him more than is necessary. Yes?
1: Who is it? My lord, here is the deputy sheriff. Comes south
10: to see you. The deputy sheriff? You're hardly welcome, sir. One moment. Now don't try to stand, my lord. We know you've been ill. Ah. Oh. Yes. You'll find me in some disarray. I'm sorry for it. Sir, I'm sorry to press you, but our
5: business is urgent. We are seeking the lady Amina Hugonin, who is known to you, I believe. Amina?
10: Yes, she is.
4: She is known to me. We think that you took her to Calulis for safety. And from Calulis to here, when the raid is struck.
10: You are correct. I brought her here, safe out of that attack.
8: Sir, my sister has caused a great deal of worry and labor. Please have her brought before us at once. Your sister?
10: Yes, I recognize you now, young Ives. I can't. She isn't here. I don't know where she is.
2: Episode 3. Found and Lost.
3: It is the year of our Lord 1139 and England faces a winter of harsh snows and troubled times. The people of the lonely Shropshire hills live in fear as a band of outlaws roams the county, plundering and terrorizing, and somewhere in that bleak countryside wanders the beautiful lady Ermina Hugonin, missing and desperately sought. Brother Cadvile, Hugh Bellinger, and Ives Hugh Gonin, have tracked the girl to the isolated manor of Lidditch.
8: Lord Bottrell, my sister has caused a great deal of worry and labour. Please have her brought before us at once.
10: I can't. She isn't here. I don't know where she is. Be good enough to explain yourself, my lord. I brought her here where it's safe, and she refused to stay. Every day since, my men have been hunting for her. I've ridden out myself, fever or no. And made yourself sicker, by it. What do I care for that? I have to find her. We've known each other since childhood and loved each other almost as long. When I heard of the attack on Worcester, I prayed God that she might escape in safety. And my prayers were heard. She sent a message to me that she was nearby.
8: And you stole her away at midnight with never a word to me. She said nothing about you, lad. Not till later.
10: I thought she was alone. I brought her to Callow and used her with all honour. I sent to bring a priest there to marry us. But then the outlaws attacked. We barely escaped with our lives. I came by these hearths. Yes,
4: before we leave, I'll examine that shoulder. I may be able to give you some ease. (laughs) I'd be grateful.
10: I can manage a horse, but the pain is...
4: not light. That wound needs
10: rest. Not exercise. But I tell you, I must find her. You haven't told us yet why she left. Because of the lad here. Because of me? She was frantic with fears for you. Once she knew about the outlaws, she rode back to Cleeton to fetch you.
8: And you let her go alone and stayed safe nursing your grazes?
10: I didn't let her go.
8: When she left, I
10: was in high fever and knew nothing of it. And when I found out, I rode straightway after her. It was useless. I collapsed and was carried back here. You said your men have been out, did Day and night. And now I shall join them again. The thought of my love out there where those wolves are prowling. I must find her.
8: Is this wound very bad, brother?
4: Oh, it's bad enough. A long knife cut from the shoulder to the heart. It could have killed him. So his story's no lie? Oh, did you think it might be? No, no. Everything about him speaks true. The wound was made worse by that ride to safety, then torn open again later when he fell. And he's been in fever, right enough.
6: What did you think
8: of him, young Ives? I didn't like him at first. And now? Well, he really does care for her. Where can she be? If she's hurt or captured because she went back for me, I'll never forgive myself.
9: Well,
4: don't
5: brood on it, lad. Concentrate on your riding. It'll be dark soon. There's more snow on the way.
9: Another perfect night for the wolves to hunt. Yeah.
7: Hmm.
4: Can't you finish the bowl, Elias?
3: I have no taste for food. Well,
4: you've taken half. Will you rest now?
3: If that's your will. Brother Elias, bony and shrunken in his habit, was healed in body, but his mind had not the same strength. Yes?
8: Good evening, brother.
3: Well.
8: May I come in?
4: Yes, of course not. Thank you. I thought you'd be in bed after the day you've had...
8: I don't want to sleep yet. I'm not tired. How is Brother Elias? Has he remembered anything yet?
4: No, not yet.
8: (laughs) Enid. Has he said that before?
4: Yes, several times.
8: What does it mean?
4: Well, that's a name, a woman's name, Welsh. I think she may have been his wife.
8: His wife. But he's a monk. Oh, you mean she died?
4: You heard the way he called for her? This is a man who knows great sorrow. According to Prior Leonard, he's not been long in the cloister. And he wouldn't be the first to try to escape from something too hard to bear alone.
8: He's calmer now. I came to ask if I could watch him for you. sit with him so you could go to Compline. I... I'd like to do something to help. Uh,
4: that's uh, a kindly thought. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Uh, yes. And if you should need me, I'll not be far away.
8: Uh-huh. Well, no. Brother? Oh. You all right? no, no, brother. You're right. Cadwal. No, no, brother. It's Ives You remember
3: yeah. c- come near the candle. It's strange I-, I feel I should know you
8: You have known me for a short time we travelled together
3: There was no threatening
8: Yes no. Oh, you will remember, so Brother Cadvar says shall I tell you more things? True things that I know happened.
3: Yes. Speak to me of what happened.
8: My sister and I were fleeing from Worcester, from the attack. We were on our way to Shrewsbury. You met us at Clearbury. You wanted us to come here to Bromfield with you for safety. Don't you remember?
3: There was a third.
8: Yes. Yes, Sister Hilaria. Sister Hilaria. Brother.
3: Is she here? Is she here, safe? Tell me!
8: Oh, she is here. Brother Kedvol told you. You were sick. You didn't understand.
3: What didn't I understand?
8: Sister Hilaria is here. And... she is with God. Good. and she trusted me don't, don't brother, please lie down, please brother Elias. can you hear me, brother?
6: help me, help me brother, no, no
4: gone? yes, both of them when I got back here after Compline, the room was empty. We must talk to search. the whole enclave. Wait, father. There are two sets of tracks in the snow outside, making straight course for the gatehouse.
5: They've gone outside? In this blizzard? What are they wearing, do we know?
4: The boy was cloaked and booted. Eliza's sandals are gone, but he's wearing a habit no more. Good
5: dear Lord. Sergeant. Yes, sir? Assemble the men at the gatehouse. We'll go out in pairs. Not more than a mile distant. Mm. I don't want any more missing. I'll be there in a few minutes. Sergeant. We should still search the household. Cadvile, could you have misread the tracks? Well, it's
4: possible, of course, but I don't think so.
5: My men will take outside. Um, perhaps the brothers can search the priory? I'll see to it. This is my fault.
4: Nonsense. I entrusted the poor wretch to a boy hardly less wretched. I should have had more sense. My stupidity has lost them both. Stop talking such foolery. The man was quiet and biddable,
5: and the boy could be trusted to the hilt, as you well knew. They should have been close guarded, both of them. But my friend, placing blame or praise is God's task, not ours. Taking it on yourself is a kind of arrogance. Now, come with me. Let's see if we can't bring the two of them home.
6: The last group's back in. No signs, Nothing. Any tracks along since snowed over. It's useless. I'm going out again. No, you're not. No one is. Hugh! You... We've done everything
5: possible. First light will take up the search in earnest. Come away! Remember, Cardbile, not to be alone is a great aid to survival. Take comfort in the fact that they're together.
3: Forgive me, forgive me my weakness, my mortal sin. Stones fall on me and bury my shame and my sin. Earth close on me and put me Brother out of my mind. Elias! I am unworthy. Forbidden. Brother Elias! Forgive me my weakness, my mortal sin. Stones fall on me and bury my shame and my sin. Earth close on me and put me out of mind. I am unworthy, forgive me. As we take sin You'll die
6: out here!
3: Stones follow me and bury my shame and my sin. That's, uh, this, way? Put me out of my... this way. This oh. way. Huh?
8: huh? What's the matter? Why would you come oh, back?
3: Alright. Alright. We'll keep reason. going. Yeah, Look, forgive you me, can me,
8: share my, my cloak.
3: That's it. My witness, my that's, it. Me that's, that's good. Well, no, perhaps I we'll no. find, find a, a cottage or something. me. God. I don't
8: even know if you can hear
3: me. Ives looked up through the blinding snow into a face as chill and unmoving as a death mask. And strangely, though his face remained fixed and his purpose secret, brother Elias laid an arm about Ives' shoulders and drew him close against his side. Instinctive and unspoken, a mutual kindness arose between them to ease the labor and the cold, and the loneliness. Through the howling wind and the frozen drifts, they went forth together. After Prime the next morning, Cadville ploughed his way down to the Priory gatehouse. The world around him was a waste of white, broken by the dark shapes of walls and buildings, shadowy in the ghostly pallor of the coming dawn.
4: Uh, good morning to you, friend. Ah, Brother Porter, you've been
5: abroad so early? Uh, fresh branches for the torches. Prior Leonard had me keep them burning
4: all night to guide the wanderer's home if they came close. Uh, you've seen nothing? Uh, nothing. Excuse me, brother. I must get on. Yeah, of course, friend. If I could
3: help, outside the gate as sudden as if a miracle had woven them out of the very air two figures had appeared in the flickering torch flame a girl tall, imperious and raven haired and a man beside her hooded and hidden then as quickly as it had come to him the vision was removed
5: no need to invite the wind to bring us even more snow
4: Didn't you see anyone outside? No one oh, Perhaps I was mistaken If the mind desires something enough, the eyes will see it, so they say I do, and there's truth in it Well,
6: perhaps your eyes are just keener than mine
1: Good God One moment <laughs> ah
0: good morning may i enter and take shelter
5: all travelers are welcome here come inside
0: my thanks good morning to you too brother
4: my lady you're alone
0: i am and i think you have been looking for me my name is amina hugonin after i left lord bottrell i got lost it was dark and the weather was foul then i had a fall and my horse bolted I was lucky, though. I was found by a forester and taken in.
4: Why have you come to Bromfield?
0: I thought Ives might be here, and you tell me he was, but now he's missing again.
5: I must restart the search. My men will be gathered, and the new troops are due in.
0: New troops for my brother.
5: The boy is just part of my business. I mean to find these outlaws. There's already been too much killing. Part of my lack of ceremony, my lady. But I must leave you. file a word outside. Stay with her, if you will. Make sure she doesn't slip through our fingers,
4: too. Surely.
5: Talk to her some more. She may have useful information without realising
4: it. I shall. And when I judge the time, I'll break the news about Sister Hilaria. We'll talk later. Yes. good luck, my friend. May God guide your search.
5: Amen to that.
0: This is good. Oh, the prior said it was you who found Ives.
4: Mm. By chance it was.
0: Not only by chance. You went to look for him. Mm. Thank you. How was he?
4: He was in all particulars a young gentleman. Very much in command of himself. And he'd found, as you did, that simple country people can be hospitable and kind without thought of reward.
0: And since then you've all been searching for me? Oh, God. God, all this is due to my stupidity. I can hardly credit. I didn't know what I was doing. Believe me, brother, I'm no longer the same woman.
4: Do you still want to marry Everard Bottrell?
0: No, that's over. I thought I loved him, but that was children's play. And now? Now, I've learned what is real. This winter is real. Those killers out there are real, and death is real and very close. I can see now that my brother is far more to me than Lord Bottrell ever was. And I've brought him into danger by my childish stupidity. Thank God that at least Sister Hilaria is safe. She must have been so worried. Does she know I'm all right? When may I see her?
8: Brother?
4: Forgive me, child. I had hoped to prevail. She is beyond all pain now, safe and certain of her welcome.
0: I loved her. I loved her very much, and I have destroyed her. This is my work. Yeah. Thank you. I tell you, I killed her. I should be punished.
4: No. The one who did the deed must answer for it. No one else. You may not lift another man's sins from his shoulders.
0: But if I hadn't left her, if I hadn't set my heart on that foolish marriage, she would be living now.
4: Do we know that, child? There's no profit in ifs. We go on from where we stand. We answer for our own evil... Leave all else to God. Forgive me. (laughs) Because you grieve for your friend. That's no sin.
0: I wish there was something I could do to help.
4: Well, I believe there are two things. What are they? The best help you can give us is to stay here. Now we have you safe. Don't set a foot outside these walls.
0: Very well. What's the second thing?
4: You can tell me about the man who brought you here. To Bromfield
0: no one brought me am i a child that i need an escort
4: listen to me my lady you are far from home and there is danger from all sides
0: danger what are you talking about
4: your uncle is a man with many enemies now what better way to harm him than by harming you
0: do you mean this rabble band of outlaws how can they hurt me here how can anyone
4: a man may come in the guise of a friend but hold nothing but hatred in his heart
0: you're mad
4: We had reports of a stranger seeking you and your brother. A man who carries hidden weapons and dresses like a shepherd.
0: I suppose they also told you he's black-skinned like a devil and speaks in the accents of hell. These country peasants. How
4: do you know that's what they say? Unless he told you so himself.
0: Very well, I admit it. I admit it because I have nothing to fear from him. He's acting for my uncle. He was sent here to find us and take us back to Gloucester. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. He's given you proof of this.
0: Such cynicism from a man of the cloister. He's given me his word.
4: And you believe him?
0: Yes, I believe him. Why do you think I agreed to stay here safe like some weakling while everyone else looks for Ives? Because that's what he wants me to do, and I shall do as he bade me. He's going to find my brother, then he'll take us both home. He was born in the Holy Land. Why should an enemy use an agent from abroad?
4: To add strength to his story that he came from your
0: uncle. Why are you doing this? Why are you trying to make me doubt him? He is kind and loving and gentle and has shown me nothing but honorable courtesy. I shall never doubt him.
5: How is the girl, Catwile?
4: Resting, Father.
5: She seemed much concerned about her brother. I'm afraid that she'll try to
7: take some action of her own. I don't like to keep her guarded, but perhaps it would be for the best.
4: No, Leland, it's not necessary. She'll give you no trouble.
7: You're sure of that?
4: Quite sure.
5: This terrible weather. I pray that our fugitives will soon be found.
4: Amen. You know, I've been thinking about this flight... It is no simple clambering out of bed and wandering off. I believe Elias had some definite end in view. What sort of end? Well, I, how have he suddenly remembered the attack that but killed him? I think he may well have set off to return to the place where it happened. Perhaps he might. See, with all that's passed, I've had no chance to go to the spot. And I suppose it must be close to where our sister was killed. But, um the man who found Elias... And brought him here that night. Will he have come today from us?
5: There, brother. That's where I found him, stripped of his cloth, like all the other poor souls these villains have butchered. Thank you, friend. I all fell over him, lying naked in the snow. They must have met him on the road, set about him, and then just left him where he
4: lay. And then carried on along the path to Cleeton, Brother? What's wrong? Come with me, if you will, Master Dutton. Um, There's a place I want to see again. Why here, brother? This is a lonely spot. Mm. Look at the ice.
5: Now, what fool would want to hack it about like that? Oh, forgive me. I didn't think. This must be the place where you found the young sister.
4: God grant her peace. They threw her into the stream and let the frost hide their villainy.
1: But why here? Elias was attacked more than a mile away. Well, you said they were together, she and the brother. Perhaps she ran away from that
4: attack and they only caught up with her here. And perhaps our picture of what happened that night has been wrong from the start. This is sheep country, isn't it? Not cattle. Aye, it is. Mm. There'll be hats about in you know, a stores for fodder and the like. Of course. the nearest one to here, do you know where it is?
9: Yeah. Empty.
1: But someone was here. I saw the tracks outside. Mm.
4: Yeah, two people, the man and the boy.
1: The sick monk and the lad. But why did they come here for God's sake? And how in the name of heaven did you know?
4: Oh, I didn't know. But now that I've found out, I'm not surprised. The boy came here because Elias did, and Elias came here because uh, something about this place managed to get through the fog that's filled his memory.
1: He knew about this hut?
4: hell. If they got this far last night, they may have taken no real harm. This hay has been slept in. But what's this?
1: We would throw away a perfectly good cloak.
4: This is Benedictine cloth. A monk's cloak. You hold it if you will. There.
1: Well, surely there won't be anything else.
4: No. Look. Another cloak. No. No. It's a nun's habit.
1: I don't understand this at all. Were the lad and the brother here last night?
4: Yes, I think they were. And brother Elias was here before. And what happened then is the key to everything that afflicts him now. Ah. Wait there, friend. Don't let's disturb things more than we already have.
1: What can it matter now? Ah. Have you found something else? Yes, I have, with God's help. Is it important?
4: Uh, possibly, but we have more immediate concerns. These tracks. How long ago did they leave this place?
9: Well, they could have been made any time.
4: No, no, no. They're a good few hours old. At least the boys are.
2: Brother. Uh,
4: let's see where they lead.
1: down his slope brother look different tracks
4: a dozen men at least and horses too well laden several hours ago there's only one company would be abroad that early
1: the outlaws
4: there's a village somewhere laying out it's dead this morning i came out of those trees and
1: stopped here for a time and then went off to the east they stopped here Was it because they chanced on the monk and the boy? They'll have murdered him for sure.
4: look around you. Do you see their bodies? These men don't carry off corpses, not their way.
5: So they didn't meet, thank God.
4: Well, either that or they've been taken alive. A young
1: boy and a poor monk? Why would they carry them off?
4: I don't know. The boy, I could understand, if they recognised him for what he is, but Brother Elias... I think this is where you and I part company, my
1: friend. Part company?
4: Go back along the outlaw's path. Find out where they burned and stole last night, then take the word to Hugh Bellinger. And you, brother? Well, this is the best chance that's come our way. If God is on our side, these tracks will lead me straight to where these wolves have made their nest.
2: Episode 4 The Wolves' Nest
3: It is December. In the year of grace 1139, in an England torn by civil war and terrorized by outlaws, Ives Eugonin and brother Elias have disappeared from the safety of Bromfield Priory into a night of freezing blizzard and mortal danger.
6: Hey
5: <laughs>
8: Get in here. Get your hands off me. You oh, keep oh, still, damn you. Ow!
6: <laughs> you little bastard. Of you. Now, boy, what have you to say for yourself?
8: What do you want me to say, my lord?
6: Well, your name would be an excellent start.
8: Gian, my lord, from Wittpark. Witback,
6: Oh, yes, we know it well. A most generous village. <laughs> so, Gian of Whitback, what were you doing alone in the hills before sunup?
8: I'd been out all night looking for a stray sheep. I was asleep in our old shelter till your voices woke me up. I came down the path to see what was making all that noise.
6: Yes, with a look on your face that said you were expecting someone else. A search party, perhaps?
8: No, my lord. ...would be searching for a shepherd
3: boy. The intelligent eyes, sharp as a cat's... ...stared down at Ives from the unreadable face... ...with its massive lion's mane framing of hair and beard. The boy stared as doubtily back. They hadn't found Brother Elias... ...dreaming his tortured dreams in the shepherd's hut. And as long as Brother Elias was free... ...there was hope. Of a sword. So, you're a shepherd. And a
6: very pretty little shepherd, too. <laughs> in good broadcloth that must have cost enough when it was new. Gunner, no. hand me that toy he wears at his belt. Let's see what our shepherds are sporting against the wolves this year. Here, my lord. Thank you. Well, well. So they favour silver and precious pebbles. <laughs> now who are you? Grissom, oh, Lord. <laughs> When I ask, wise men answer. Stand him up. Come on. Now. My name is Ives Hugonin. Uh, Are you son to Geoffrey Hugonin of Worcester, who died a few years back? No, I am. Oh, well, well. Garin? Sir? Take our guest away and feed him. Let him warm himself by the fire. Mm. He's worth more than all the other plunder put together. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cadvile's lonely journey following the outlaw's tracks had taken him along an ancient road, long disused. It climbed steeply to the summit of Clee Hill, a bleak, blistering pinnacle of rock, starved earth and treacherous, shivering moss. In the rocky hillside to Cadval's left opened a fissure so narrow and hidden that he would have missed it but for the sound borne out on the thin clear air. The valley within was deep and dark and strong trees grew here glad of the shelter. The rough path continued its winding journey to the edge of the wood.
9: You,
4: A whole village? Grazing for sheep and cattle, several small buildings, and a main hall with a tower. Almost a castle. We've been looking for a small band, thirty men at the most. The attacks must have been by raiding parties.
5: They've got an army in there. And an army needs a leader. There's intelligence behind these men. What have they built in? Stone? Wood. A wooden castle. Mm-hmm. Walled round?
4: On three sides. They are right on the edge of the plateau. No need to guard their rear, except from falcons. And guards? Lookouts on the wall. No guards at the main gate, and none on the path through the wood. They're so confident. Oh, any approach would be seen in seconds once you were through the trees.
5: So there's no chance of a surprise attack? Well,
4: there's no cover close to the wall. But you could bring a good-sized force to the edge of the wood and not be seen. What would be the use? Oh, from the trees to the top of the stockade is just within a bow length. Arches. I can use arches! And they should be taken completely by surprise. It might give you enough time to cover the open ground. The snow settled there, and it's flat and secure enough for a mounted charge, as far as I could see. You shouldn't have taken such a risk. Oh. God knows it was worth it. I hope so, and tomorrow we'll find out. We? Uh, oui? I thought you were done with arms, brother. I believe Ives and Elias have fallen into the hands of those murderers. Whatever you say, I hold myself to account for it. Armed or unarmed, I'm coming with you to get them out. Very well. But keep yourself
5: out of trouble. I don't want to have to answer to the abbot for the loss of his garden keeper.
4: Who knows? He might well thank you for it. (laughs) Now... I've enough cavalry
5: here, but we'll need foot soldiers and more bowmen. At first light tomorrow, we'll go into Ludlow. I'll order out every man they can muster on the King's business. That's a pity we can't take them at first dawn. But that will
4: do us a day. See, the best plan would be to... Cadwall.
5: this is not your task, my
4: friend. Ah. Your pardon. I forget myself, unregenerate as I am. perhaps this is something more legitimate. Oh. These were in a shepherd's hut, near where we found the nun. What made you look there? What do you think of the weather that night? A freezing blizzard and a bed of snow and ice aren't likely settings for casual rape. No. It had to have happened somewhere more sheltered. And these things are hers? Only the habit. The cloak belongs to brother Elias. They were there together when the outlaws chanced on them. Oh, it couldn't have been that straightforward. For one thing, that hut's a good way off the robber's path, and besides... These devils just leave their victims where they lie. And why was the sister's body taken out and thrown into the stream? Why was Elias found more than a mile away? And why was this clothing deliberately hidden? Hidden? Buried in the hay. No, Hugh, no. Whatever happened in that hut, I don't think these outlaws had any part in it.
0: Brother Cadvail? Brother Cadvile.
4: Oh, child, you're shivering. What are you doing out here?
0: I came to find you, but you were with the deputy sheriff. I've been waiting for you. I... I heard some of what you were saying.
4: Oh, how much did you hear?
0: You found Sister Hilaria's clothes.
4: Uh, now, this is no place to talk.
9: Come inside. Come on. Ah, that's
4: better. Sit down, child, and warm yourself. when did you last sleep? (laughs) Can't you leave this matter to us? And beyond us, to God. It
0: was God who let her die. What was God doing when she was raped and murdered?
4: He was taking note of all and making a place for her by his side. Would you wish her back from there?
0: No. No, of course not, but...
4: i tell you again, you may not take the guilt for this deed unto yourself. This death is none of your doing.
0: Very well. But if I can't accept blame, I can at least demand vengeance.
4: That also belongs to God, as we are taught.
0: It is also a duty of my blood, as I was taught, and my dedication to duty is no less than yours. May I see her clothes? I should like to touch them Mm, yeah blood you told me she wasn't wounded is this his blood the man who killed her yes it is well done my friend if you drew blood I should have clawed his eyes out but she was so gentle May I keep this in my charge until it's needed to confront the murderer? Yes, do. Thank you. Brother, I've been thinking about the things you said this morning. You were testing me, weren't you? Oh, child. Don't call I... me that. Oh, your pardon. A childish response.
4: My Lady Amina, just a few days past, you were willing to risk your life and others besides to run off and marry the Lord Butler. Today... Today
0: I declare my loyalty to an unknown stranger who is as likely to be an enemy as a friend. Or so you say.
4: Did he give you his name? This champion.
0: He's called Olivier de Bretagne. He was born in the Holy Land. His mother was Syrian and his father was a great English knight, a crusader. He took his father's faith and fought for the cross at Jerusalem. And whether you believe it or no, He is a good man.
4: Cadryan,
7: are you sure this is fitting?
4: My vows are quite secure, my friend. I go only as guide and comforter. Bandages and ointments for fresh wounds. I may well need all of these. God help us.
5: Good morning to you, Father Pryor. My son. Cadvail, are you ready? Ready. Mount up, then. Leonard. I shall pray that your work be light. Amen to that. Master Beringer. Father. May God's grace be on you and your cause. Amen. Open the gate.
6: Follow me.
1: Get up.
8: Oh, now what?
1: You're wanted. Come on. Ah!
8: Oh.
4: The village of the lawless. Whoever rules in there, he's gathered his followers from two or three shires at the least. England's torn in two and they feed from its wounds. There's good workmanship there
5: and good planning. This is no sure thing. Will you give them a formal call to surrender? These men are murderers. I need give them nothing. Come on.
3: In silence, Hugh positioned his men just inside the crescent cover of the tree line. Gadfile prepared his bandages and his salves and his ointments and waited. When all was ready, there was a stillness. Hugh raised his arm. Loose.
6: Charge! Kingsman, or whatever you are, put up your swords and quit my gates, or the boy gets my knife. Ah! If you want him alive, then get back out of range, or I cut his throat now, and you can take him with you as carrion. Well? I am the king's man here. Harm him, and I will be your death. Well, king's man... Take your rabble out of my sight, or you may have this piglet bled and ready for eating. Now, I say. Don't you understand me? Shall I show you? Here.
1: Ah!
5: Withdraw! Ah, ah, oh. <laughs>
4: so how badly did he harm the boy
5: enough to make his point
4: but that's all as you said he's no fool whoever he is
5: oh i know him alan le gaucher he's a younger son of the Lacey clan a byblow, blow born on the wrong side of the sheets he served in france for a time
4: do you know anything else about him? A weakness or a fear? You know, something we could use against him. No. Nothing.
6: And then it's deadlock. So, boy, you're even more valuable than I thought. Gah! Get
8: up here! They'll not abandon me. Hugh Burns, you won't give up. He'll find a way.
6: Your faith is touching.
8: He found this place, didn't he? He put a stop to your secret raids and your cowardly killing. Ah! ah!
6: I need you alive. I don't necessarily need you undamaged. Hold your miserable tongue if you want to keep it. Lord, stay here with him. Oh, Lord, have your dagger ready. If they come out of hiding any man of them, a blade at his throat will send them away. Yes, sir. And if they do persist, let them see some more blood.
4: Well? Only a few injuries, God be praised. And at least
5: we may count that as a blessing. If I could just get a single man in there, he may be able to snatch the boy and the monk and lead us free to attack. I've singled out some men from hill country. Clambers. Exactly. They're scouting round to the rear. There may be a way up to that tower.
9: They'll bring us up some food soon.
8: Will he make you stay up here with me all night?
9: I don't know, probably not. He treats us well.
8: Is that why you serve him?
9: Gives us food enough and a roof over our heads.
8: And in return you kill for him?
9: I don't kill. I've never killed.
8: I've seen what he's done.
9: Some of them like to kill, but we're not all the same.
8: Where did you all come from?
9: Different places. Some of us are serfs, run away. Some have always been outlaws. There's gentry too. Gentry? Yeah, sons who've fallen out with their fathers, knights whose lands have been seized. It seems it's not only peasants who know what it's like to be poor.
8: And what's about you?
9: Well, I was a farmer, couldn't pay the taxes. Then my lord's tax collector said I didn't have to pay in money. He tried to take my daughter.
8: What happened?
9: I told you. I'd never killed. He lived. The penalty for attacking a tax collector is death. I had to leave the farm. I've been an outlaw ever since. Different bands, different places. Now I'm here. Where the devil's that foot? There's one place, my lord,
7: at the rear eastward corner. Climbable? Just, but dangerous and and very exposed. If they took it into their heads to look down...
4: But you could get up to the base
7: of the tower. There's a good chance,
5: yes, brother. Mm. How much noise would you make? Noise, sir? This mountain air carries every sound. Could you make the climb in silence? I don't think so. No, sir, definitely not. Stay close. I might want to talk to you again. Sir.
4: What do you think? You know, perfectly well, I think, it's too much risk for far too little chance of success. hell and damnation. The one night where a blizzard would
5: work to our advantage, and then there's not a flake of snow in the sky.
9: Oh, about time. I'm freezing to death. Some of us have been working. Before dark, you were supposed to take over.
5: I'm taking over now.
9: You left me any drink, Garren? Oh, what are you looking
8: at? Nothing.
9: And make sure it stays that way. You, boy, come here. Yes. We're not all alike. Be careful. You understand?
8: Yes. Thank you.
9: Have you gone yet? I've gone.
1: No. What did he say to you?
8: He, uh, he, he, He told me to behave myself.
1: There. Good advice. Just shut up and stay where I can see you. Or I'll
5: throw you down that cliff. I wish you'd thought of that earlier, my friend. You would have saved me the climb. The <sighs> devil! Hardly. But you're not the first to think so.
9: <clears throat> ah! 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 <clears throat>
5: Now, come here, boy. Let me look at my prize.
4: You know, a single man could cross that plane unobserved you went about it the right way.
5: Cadval, you'll be seen and heard before you went twenty paces.
4: So what will you do?
5: <sighs> what can I do? Wait and see what the morning brings. Until then, nothing.
8: Who are you? What do you want with me? Quiet.
5: They may not have heard us, but to see if we can leave the way I came.
8: Leave? I thought you were going to kill me.
5: <laughs> you talk very lightly of killing me. If your guard hadn't drawn against me, he would still be breathing. I don't kill for sport. Now, come with me.
8: He bolted that shut.
1: No. He only thought he did. I fixed the bolts. Now, quiet. They're all in the main hall.
5: Pray to your god that the door is closed. My God. Come.
4: Watch your footing.
6: Right. Can't hold your ale, ain't garbage me. Wait till I get back, and I'll drink you. you... Oh. Hey, who the devil are you? It's the boy. Back quickly. Get up, you
5: Help me with the ladder and the trapdoor. <laughs> <laughs>
8: have they given uh, up?
5: Yes. Gone <laughs> back to their warmth and their food. Why not? They have us cornered. All they have to do is wait for us to freeze to death.
8: You don't seem very concerned about it. We're going to die.
5: Never leap for the worst. We have nothing else to aim for, my young friend. So... You still think it's my intention to run you through, my Lord Ives Hugonin?
8: No, of course not. But who are you? You're not one of Hugh Beringer's men. That I'm not.
5: To all else but you, I'm Robert, son to the woodsman who sheltered your sister for a time. But my true name is Olivier de Bretagne. I'm one of the newest and least of the esquires of your uncle, Sir Lawrence D'Angers. Truly? Truly. I've been searching for you. And your sister.
8: She ran off in the middle of the night. I don't know where she is. Ah, but I do. She's safe and well in Bromfield Priory. Oh, thank
5: God. Where you were too, I hear, until you took off on a quest of your own.
8: I couldn't help it. I had to go. Poor brother Elias. He's very sick. His mind's diseased. At least the outlaws didn't capture him. I wonder where he is now.
5: Take heart. Doesn't your God care for the sick in mind and see to it that the lost are found?
8: My God? You said that before.
5: Oh, mine too. Though I came to Christendom somewhat roundabout. It's a tale for another time. We'd best be thinking about getting safely out of here. Yes. They'll have a guard downstairs now. We could only get them out of the tower.
8: How oh, but we can! I know how to do it. Speak on. Well, the only reason Hugh Berenger drew his men off was because the outlaw's leader threatened to kill me. I know this. Well, don't you see? There's no one holding a knife at my throat now, so there's no reason why they shouldn't attack.
5: My young lord, I salute your wisdom.
8: (sighs) The only thing is, how
5: can we let them know? In the land of my birth, we would sound trumpets to call them to arms.
8: We don't have any trumpets.
5: Well, then... We must make something else
4: serve our turn.
7: What the devil?
4: That's coming from the tower.
5: My lord, what's happening? Has any man broken cover, Sergeant? No, sir.
4: Listen. Look, well, that's no general alarm. There's something wrong in there.
5: Sergeant, ready the men. Placements as before. Foaming right round the prison. Three groups on foot, two mounted. Bring my horse. Sir. Whatever's happened, we may be able to take advantage of it.
3: Cadville? Cadville. Acting almost without thought, Brother Cadville had broken from the shelter of the trees. Halfway to the stockade, he dropped full length into an undulation in the rock and cautiously raised his head. From the serrated crest of the wooden tower, a small figure was peering anxiously down.
10: Ives! Ives! The cat yes!
8: Come on! Tell them to come on! We hold the tower!
2: Episode 5 Discoveries
3: In the year of grace 1139, a band of outlaws had taken prisoner. Ives Hugonin, eldest son of a noble family and a rich prize indeed. Hugh Bellinger and his men are standing off, helpless to attack without endangering the boy, when a sudden alarm throws the outlaws into confusion.
6: What's the matter with you, man? Must I do it myself? They're standing on the trap. We'll then cut it from under them. my lord.
8: Going to hold. Not for much longer.
5: They'll have to climb up one at a time. We still have a chance. Keep behind me. And... They've stopped, they've gone away. I think they have more urgent
1: concerns. Your friends are coming. <laughs>
8: the gates, the whole force. There's Hugh Beringer. Well, shouldn't we go down and help them? No. But we must.
5: You're the one weapon that could save these murderers. If you fall into their hands now, all this would be thrown away. You can be a hero some other day, my young lord. They set
8: fire to the gatehouse. Ives, listen to me. There will be no time for this shortly. Are you listening? Yes. Yes, I'm listening Good
5: When all's over here, I shall leave you Leave me? Your friends are King Stephen's men If I fall into their hands, I'll spend the rest of my days in a Shropshire prison But you burned your... Don't interrupt I want you to go back to Bromfield and join your sister Two nights from now, I'll come for you Tell your sister so Do you understand? I understand They'll want to know who made his way in here to find you Who was it?
8: It was Robert. Robert the Forester's son.
5: Good. Thank you, my friend.
8: That fire's spreading this way.
9: Well, better brave the devil below.
8: I'll get the ladder. Why? Ah!
6: Olivia! Now you! Jump! Come on,
5: my heart!
8: Ah! I did it!
5: Did you think he wouldn't?
8: Of course not.
5: Always have faith in yourself, my friend. Now,
9: hush for a moment. <laughs> They're all busy outside. Come on.
8: How will we get out? The way I got in.
9: The door out out the back. The devil damned them. It's barred on the outside. <sighs> we'll have to go this way.
8: But Isn't that the door to the main hall?
9: What choice do we have?
5: There may be some of them still inside, wounded or cowardly. Keep quiet
1: and stay close.
5: Ah, it's alright. It was a sudden draft. Okay. There is a way through. Can you do it? I can do it. Cover your mouth and breathe as little as you can. And watch out for things falling. Ready? Ready. Now! Nearly there. Stay close. Ah!
8: Olivia! My leg is strapped. Go! I can't shift it! Go,
5: I say. Get to the open and hide.
6: Leave me! I can't leave you! Do you have my mission fail? Go! man! Down arms and draw off! Back! Further! Let me see a clear space before me, or this brat dies! Ah! King's man, where are you? Here! Come closer! Enough! Now, King's man, I want a fresh horse, free passage out and no pursuit. On your oath, or I slit his throat! Ah! Well... Leave go, the boy! He is mine! No! The boy is mine! I
3: have come back for him! No! The outlaw baron saw a dead man advancing on him through the red light of the flames, saw the wounds he himself had inflicted still bloody, and the face he had murdered, corpse pale. The shock was brief, but shattering while it lasted, and it lasted long enough. Ives slid from the trembling hands like an eel and darted away down the steps. Running blindly, he collided with a welcome solidity.
4: Three. Softly now, you're safe.
6: Brother Catboy. What trickery is this? You think you can fright me with ghosts? Enough of sheltering behind boys, Le Gauchet.
1: Now face a man. Ah!
3: The lion's carcass, ponderously and with an awful dignity had come to rest at Hugh Bellinger's feet to bleed what was left of its life away into the defiled snow. It was over. Cadvar left Hugh and his men to drag from the hall all the plunder and stores and round up the stolen cattle, sheep and horses as they had rounded up the leaderless outlaws. With Ives on his own saddle and brother Elias on a sturdy litter borne by willing volunteers he made his way back to Bromfield Priory.
0: Yes, come in. My lady. Prior Leonard, come in. Is there any news?
5: By the grace of God, there is.
8: Hello, Mina. Thank
0: God. And a fine dance you've led, everyone, running off into the night like that. Ha! It was you who caused Good all day this. To you, my lady. Brother Cadville. I'm pleased to see you back safe.
4: My thanks. Now, Ives should be in his bed. He's had a couple of days that would wear out any man.
0: His bed is ready for him.
4: Then I'll leave him to his rest. Leonard, I think that these two have a lot to say to each other. Yes, indeed. Well, till later, my friends. We'll talk more then.
8: Yes. Good.
3: Cadville returned to Brother Elias, sat beside him a careful while, and saw that he slept deeply and well then he went at last to his own bed even physicians have need of the simple medicines every now and again
8: hello brother cadvar
3: master Ives.
4: your sister asked me to come and talk to you
8: how is brother elias
4: exhausted but not too badly hurt
8: thank god
4: what is it that still troubles you
8: i don't know what i ought to do It's brother Elias. When we were in that hut, he told me things. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help it, I...
4: Easy lad. I mean, was it in his sleep that he spoke?
8: It was terrible. He was awake and asleep at the same time, crying out all sorts of awful things. He said... He said that he killed Sister Hilaria.
4: Catvile, yes my friend the boy
8: i'm here brother i'm safe oh, god be
4: praised amen ives tells me that you've recovered the memories you lost she's dead let me follow her. no elias the world has need of you still
3: i must not live you don't understand i was the cause
4: no elias that is not the truth i am guilty I'm guilty of asking too much of yourself I've been at your hut. I know that you and Sister Hilaria took shelter there that night. A bitter night it was. A night when poor souls caught out in it must needs lie in each other's arms for warmth enough to live. And so you did with her to keep her
3: alive. So beautiful she was. So little and soft. So like my poor dead. he knew. And she trusted me. Oh, God, was it well done to try me so sorely I couldn't bear it. Neither could
4: I have borne it. In my fear for her, I should have left her there asleep and gone away into the snow and frost to watch out the night as best I could,
3: as you did. I was pledged to protect her. I should never have left her. If I had been stronger and stayed, she would be living
4: still. Now, the dead are in God's hands, you may not wish them back. All that you did was done out of care for her. Do you think God does know how you left her, your cloak, for warmth, and went out with only your habit? And what more could be asked of you?
3: More courage, more strength. More faith. May God forgive me.
8: Is it really true? He didn't kill her? No, it's true. Oh, thank God.
4: Even if he'd stayed with her, there's no certainty he could have changed what befell. He'll come to accept that, eventually.
8: Then it was the outlaws who found her after all. No, no.
4: no. Elias they found, after he wandered away from the hut. But not the sister.
8: Then who was it?
4: I don't know, but I shall, in God's good time.
0: Thank you for telling me, for trusting me. Where is my brother now?
4: He's sitting with Elias.
0: And his mind is eased?
4: It is. He'd be ready to go back to Gloucester with you. Eager, in fact. Your Olivier has a worshipper who would follow him to the world's end.
0: He has two. <laughs> you no longer doubt him, then?
4: No longer. And you must forgive me for my caution earlier. When is he to come for you?
0: How did you know?
4: Oh, would such a man leave his work unfinished? Or let another complete it for him?
0: Never. Tomorrow night, about Compline...
4: The best time for you to leave would be in matins. There'll be no porter on the gate. I'll shelter your escort
3: until then, if you'll trust me.
0: With all my heart.
3: Next morning the sun emerged with dawn, and for the second night there had been no fresh snow. After high mass, the claimants began to come in to look for their stolen horses. <laughs>
5: Hugh, good morning. Cadville. how's your wandering patient? Well,
4: whole in mind at last.
5: Uh, excellent news.
4: This is going well. <laughs> it's good to see happy faces again. Hey, wait until some beasts are claimed by more than one owner. You're not in Wales now, my friend. This is England, where men are honest. Oh, Keravadin. Listen, some of these animals would try any man's honesty. Hey, look at this magnificent beast. And still unclaimed? Which proves my point. Perhaps. Oh, I'm looking forward to meeting his owner.
10: But you've already done so, brother. My Lord Botterell. Good day to you. And to you, Deputy Sheriff. Botterell.
6: A fine
5: beast. Unusual colouring.
10: I owe you my thanks for his safe return.
5: My pleasure. Uh, you'll excuse me, my lord. Of course. Till later, Cadvar.
10: Tell
4: this and line, you
10: A fine officer. The Shire's in good hands. Oh, indeed. I should have liked to talk to him longer, hear more about these murderous outlaws. Uh, He's a busy man.
4: There are still loose ends to be tied. Of course. So I trust I see you fully restored to health, my lord? I am indeed mending, thanks to you, brother. I did little enough. Oh, it's God you should thank. Yes, indeed. Why not come to the church with me now? We can give thanks for your delivery and say a prayer for all those less fortunate. Hmm? Willingly, brother. Why not? We have one poor soul here now, coffined and ready for burial. So many have died in these cruelties, honest men and innocent
3: virgins. Annoyed Nevoith. Through the dim air of the mortuary chapel, a slender figure advanced upon Evrard Bottru a cowled Benedictine nun in a habit crumpled and soiled. The right breast and shoulder stiffened into a rusty bolt of congealed blood.
10: No. No. Keep away from me.
0: You're dead. No, my lord. I am not dead. Amina! Amina! You're safe.
10: Why didn't you send word? Surely you know I've been searching for you.
0: I know it. And if you'd found me, I should have gone the way my dearest friend went. If you'd found me, as you found her.
1: Who? Who do you
10: mean?
0: I accuse you. I name you murderer and ravisher. Killer of my sweet sister Hilaria.
10: You're out of your wits. Since the day you left me, I've lain in fever.
0: Not that night. That first night. You dragged me away when the outlaws attacked, saving your cowardly skin and leaving your people to be slaughtered. And I thought I loved you. Did it hurt your pride when I refused you after that? Is that why you laid your filthy hands on me?
10: Brother, this woman is mad. Don't listen to her.
0: I had a dagger. I struck for his heart, but it went astray. So I ran, and he came after me.
10: To bring you back to safety!
0: Safety! I hid by the gates and watched you go. And I saw you ride back, with the blood still flowing, where she had clawed at you in her terror. You were cheated of me, so you took out your venom on the first woman who fell in your way. What had she done to you?
3: I fell
10: from my horse. I know nothing of this other woman.
4: Nothing. Nothing of a shepherd's hut close by the track to your manor. Nothing of a young nun asleep in the hay there wrapped in a good man's cloak. Nothing of a freezing brook handy on your way home afterwards. Nothing of the cloak and habit hidden in the straw, so we'd think her just one more victim of the outlaws. Killed and stripped, like all the rest.
10: I tell you, this is folly! I don't know this hut, I've never been there!
4: I have been there. And seen the signs of a horse. A tall horse, that left a fistful of his mane on the splinters. Here it is. Yes. It is an unusual colouring, isn't it? Shall I match these hairs with your animal outside? Shall we stretch you over this habit and match your wound with the blood that soils it? Well,
1: shall we?
3: God, forgive me. Forgive.
10: I only meant to hush her, not to kill, not to kill.
0: It may even be true. Not that it makes any difference to her, poor innocent soul. It was you who gave me the idea, the tale of brother Elias.
4: (laughs) My plan was simply to let him see her body. I didn't realise I was taking him to confront her ghost. What if I hadn't brought him to
0: you? He would have brought himself, sooner or later. The fine, pious Lord... Seemed to be giving thanks for his people's deliverance will you do something for me what child don't tell my brother i'll do that when i judge the time is right
4: certainly if that's your wish
0: once we're safely away from this place and all its memories brother cadvile thank you for helping us by rights you should turn olivier in to your friend the deputy sheriff shouldn't you
4: Child, I take no sides. Mine is a different discipline. Among men of decency and honour, I see no enemies. Now go and prepare yourself. I'll keep watch and let him in. Olivier, come forth and be easy. They've entrusted you to me. You know me? From her, I know you. If the boy promised silence, be assured he kept his word. The Lady Ermina chose to trust me. And so can I. Come. I can offer you a warmer place to wait.
5: I am much in your debt I saw how you cared for the boy after the battle And he told me that it was you found him and brought him here to safety The name he gave you uh,
4: Forgive me, I, I do not remember uh, My name is Katweil Cutville mm-hmm.
5: Well, brother Katweil You know nothing of me how can he be
4: sure I am fit to be trusted? Ah, well, but I know more of you than you may think. I know your name, and your allegiance, and your parentage. I know that Ermina Hugonin, who is well worth winning, has set her heart on you. She does indeed trust you. So she may, and so may you. What did Ermina tell you of my parents? That your mother was a Muslim woman, and your father a knight crusader. I can see it for myself. I know the Syrian features. She has deceived you for all
5: her trust. But only because she has also deceived herself. Deceived herself? How? By weaving a romance around my words. For her, every soldier of the Crusade could be nothing less than a noble knight. But my father was a simple man-at-arms, under Robert of Normandy. And you, madame? A poor widow in the market of Antioch. But she was beautiful and loving. And he was brave and kind. And I think myself well-mothered and fathered, as well as any man living.
4: I don't know why I tell you all this. Well, I'm a common man myself. I found as good in the kennel as in the court. She's dead, your mother. Else I would not have left her. Mm-hmm. And you a father.
5: I never saw him, nor he me. He sailed for England after their last meeting and never knew he had left her a son. She never would tell me his name, though often she praised him.
4: There cannot be much amiss with a mating that left her such love and such pride. Half mankind marries without ritual blessing. Not necessarily the worse half. I might almost think you speak of your own knowledge. I was in the world 40 years before I chose this life as my cure. I've been soldier, sailor, and sinner. Hmm. Even crusader. I knew Antioch once. 20 or more years ago. If your mother came from there, then yes, I can believe she was as fine a woman as any in Christendom. Hmm. Your own knowledge again? These wolves are hearing
5: curious confidences,
4: brother. I should go and wake them. It can't be long to the matins bell. Uh, wait. Uh, tell me one more thing, my friend, yeah, for my own curiosity. The Muslim beliefs are ancient and noble. I'm surprised you found it easy to leave such a faith, even for a father. It was not easy. I was torn a long time.
5: It was from my mother I had the sign that turned the scale. What sign? Her name. My mother bore the same name as your blessed Mary. In her tongue it was Marian. Marian?
4: Brother? Um, uh, I've met the name before. It has a fine sound. Indeed. Come, my friend. Let's go, together.
3: There had been no need to speak, no need to make any claim, no need to trouble in any way the course Olivier had set himself. What need had he now of that father of his? After a parting probably lifelong Cadville did not stand by the gate to watch them ride away but went back to his patient In the secret candlelit intimacy of the small bare room he sat beside the sleeping brother Elias
9: I've seen
4: him I've sat with him in the darkness ...and talked about the past. I've had cause to be proud of him. There's a marvellous creature in the world... ...with my blood in his veins... ...and Marion's blood. And what does it matter if I never see him again? And yet I may... ...even in this world... ...who knows...
2: The Virgin in the Ice was written by Ellis Peters and dramatized for radio by Bert Cools. The narrator was Sir Michael Horden. Brother Cadville was played by Philip Maddock. Hugh Berenger by Douglas Hodge. Leonard by Leonard Fenton. Olivier by Rad Rawi. Ermina by Moira Buffini. Ives by Dean Magri. Le Gaucher by Peter Laird. Elias by Crispin Letts, Bottrell by Andrew Wincott, The Axeman and Sergeant by Peter Gunn. The music was by Peter Salem. The producer was Phil Clark.